0: Hey guys, welcome. Today we talk to a cardiothoracic nurse practitioner, Shondini. She talks about her nursing experience, her experience as a nurse practitioner, and she gives some great advice for those of you who are thinking about pursuing a career as a nurse practitioner. It's a great episode, guys. Stay tuned. Hey, Shondini, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you.
1: Hey, Danny, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thanks, thanks. All right, so let's get straight into it. Uh, what made you decide to pursue a career in nursing, and how long have you been in nursing?
1: I've been in nursing for a little over seven years. Um, I decided to pursue a career in nursing when I was seeing, um, growing up, I was seeing a nurse practitioner as my primary care um, Practitioner, and she just inspired me to be a nurse because I think she had a different approach on healthcare. She listened to me, she helped me through my problems, whether it be healthcare related or personally, and just her way of nursing and providing healthcare really inspired me.
0: So, you went to nursing school in New York?
1: Uh, yes, I did an accelerated nursing program after I completed my bachelor's, and that was a year. Um, and that made me get my BSN. So I was able to get a job as a nurse. And then I was doing my nurse practitioner part-time while working as a nurse full-time, um, actually at the same school that I did my BSN at. What was your so It was. A, <laughs> Go ahead. It was I'm sorry, it was a combined degree program, so I was fortunate enough to have one application for both the accelerated nursing program and then also the master's component, which was definitely a huge benefit.
0: That is. That is. I went to an accelerated program. It's pretty intense.
1: Very intense, yeah. Um,
0: so what would you say your biggest challenge was uh, in nursing school?
1: Definitely the accelerated BSN program was very challenging. Um, it was a very rigorous curriculum condensed into a short amount of time. So it was full-time evenings, weekends studying. So that was my biggest challenge, managing you know, your, your personal life and your social life and also being a student. And such a rigorous program was definitely the, mo- the biggest challenge for me.
0: Coming out of school, what was your first job?
1: I was a step-down CTICU nurse.
0: So your first job was on the step-down unit. Today, you're a nurse practitioner. You have a couple years' experience as a cardiothoracic surgery nurse practitioner. Can you take us through that transition from the step-down unit to NP?
1: So I started as a step-down nurse in the CTICU. I am part of, I still am part of the same organization that offers an ICU fellowship, a CTICU fellowship, which was six months of classroom didactic and, and being in the ICU, learning skills with the preceptor. So that was such an amazing experience. To transition to an ICU nurse. Um, Being an ICU nurse, for those who know, is very challenging. You're dealing with critically ill patients. Fellowship was definitely one of, I think, my greatest opportunities that my organization had to offer me. From that, I got my experience as an ICU nurse. um, And At that time, being in the ICU, I was also in school, finishing up my nurse practitioner degree. That took me about two and a half years to do that part-time. So now I'm working on an outpatient side as a cardiac surgery nurse practitioner. Basically, I'm doing consults. I'm bringing patients in to work them up for surgery, and I'm following patients post-operatively. So I'm involved in getting their care coordinated for their hospitalization, doing their pre-surgical testing, making sure that we're working them up adequately, and also following them, making sure that they have a safe and healthy discharge after at home after their hospitalization and after their surgery.
0: So you see them before surgery, after surgery. So you basically take a look at the course of, of their hospital stay while they're having surgery.
1: Yeah, exactly. So if there's something going on while they're in the hospital that I really need to make sure I keep my eyes on after they they're in, you know, after they go home, I'm also still, you know, aware of those things as well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, uh, pretty awesome that you get to see that.
1: It, it's really cool. It's cool that you meet the families, you know what their concerns are, you know what you need to think about, you know, let's say for example the patient's live alone and they don't really have much social support. These are all things that need to be thought about
0: Prior. You could have chose CRNA school. You could have went back for uh, to be a midwife. Were you interested in any any of those, or was it just straight NP for you?
1: I didn't necessarily see myself in the operating room as a, as the work environment of choice for me. I also am a big believer in work life balance, and I think having this career as a nurse practitioner really allows for that. Especially as a family nurse practitioner, I do like being on the outpatient side. I do like the fact that I don't have to work weekends or holidays. That's a big thing for
0: me. That's awesome. You named a lot of differences between both fields. I often tell people, hey, you need to follow, shadow, talk to people in the field. It might not be for you. People kind of get stuck on CRNA school, thinking it's the best for them. And I said, sometimes it might not be. You might shadow somebody and say, hey, (laughs) you know, this is not for me. How did you financially support yourself through NP school?
1: Um, I lived with my parents. I was fairly young. I was 23 years old. Um, I would work overtime and I would pay for school as each semester would go by. And I know not everybody has that that luxury of being able to live with their parents or not having to pay rent. Um, But in my case... I can't lie. I did have that advantage.
0: That's awesome. I always tell people, uh, and and let me know if you agree with me or not. I always let them know. I said, if you can stay home, if that's an option, stay home. It's like you're able to save, you're able to focus more, you don't have to worry, but you don't have to be stressed about rent. I was able to stay home at nursing school. I I wasn't fortunate to do it for for grad school because I moved across country, but hands down, I would have been at my parents' house. You know, it it would have just been a blessing, you know?
1: It allows you to pay for your education and avoid a student loan, which is a which is a great advantage.
0: What type of autonomy do you guys have in New York City uh, in the sense of are you supervised by mds? are you allowed to be independent? I know different states have different things
1: for for me personally, I do have a collaborating physician. I think the saber I'm I'm sure that the state requirement is a collaborating physician. Um, if you did want to open up your own practice as a nurse practitioner, again, you need a collaborating physician.
0: And that's in New York. How about pay? What would you say average pay for NP is in uh, New York
1: for a new grad NP? I would believe that the average of in New York City right now is about one hundred twenty five thousand.
0: Let's say it's about one twenty five how comfortable are you at that with that salary in, a, in such an expensive city like new york
1: new york city is 100% very expensive to live in of uh, but you know for me it's all about making your making your ends meet so finding a place that you can afford with your salary and still live comfortably still so like be able to indulge with what you want to indulge in a night out in new york city for a dinner can be costly but maybe you know sometimes you need to skip out on that in order to forge your bills so i think it's a great salary for especially if you're coming out of np school my my institution gave me i want to say five thousand or seventy five hundred per year but uh, there are institutions in new york city that give you a hundred percent reimbursement
0: oh i didn't know that
1: yeah so there's always that's always a big question that i think one should ask especially one that's going into it wants to grow their education Somebody should ask when applying.
0: What do you think is too much for an NP degree? Sometimes I hear people say, "Hey, I'm going to pay this the price to go to a CNA school, nursing school," and I kind of cringe. I'm like, "Oh, that's a little too much," you know. So I try to tell them about all the options as far as paying for it if they if they really want to go. What do you mm. think? Is it's just too much for your comfort zone?
1: I think fifty k and more is is expensive, but unfortunately, that's what what it is in new york city but i do think there's other alternatives such as state schools um i know there are some city schools that have great programs that are definitely significantly less expensive but i think 50k and up is is a lot you do see yourself doing it within the next one two three years i would definitely inquire earlier on because your chances of getting on the wait list and getting into a more cost-efficient school are, are, are better. It's something that if you see yourself doing in the future, I would act on it right away.
0: You worked in New York City through, through COVID at its peak a couple of months back. Obviously, you're still working. Uh, what was it like for you? Did it affect you personally?
1: Yeah. So So I was deployed for five weeks. My office was essentially closed. Probably, I can say, the most challenging five weeks of my life. I, I think the biggest part is that I never worked as an inpatient advanced care provider, so that was that was big for me. If but
0: you do it again, would you feel a little bit more comfortable now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's because it experience. You know, just it's something that people do every day. You get you get you get a little bit more comfortable with it as uh, you know when it's well you know and then you were in a setting where it just really really critical at that time. So, but I.
1: End of the day, no one can confidently say that they're comfortable in treating COVID because it's such a mysterious disease. The way things spiral down on these patients, you never, you know, one day your patient's doing really well and you're like looking at them like, oh my god, you're going to be stepped down tomorrow. You're, you're doing really well, we're, we're we're weaning you off your oxygen requirements, and then you're getting that little bit of hope, and then the next day you come and see them and they went downhill. You know, so. We'd how about
0: covid to, How about just going on the floor and helping out?
1: Yeah. Now with my, my experience as a COVID ICU nurse practitioner, yeah, I definitely feel I definitely would feel more confident just going to a, a you know an ICU or step down as an advanced care provider.
0: What advice would you give somebody who is interested in nursing, who's interested in NP, um, who who's basically has never uh worked as a nurse before?
1: I think the biggest thing would be to get Every opportunity you can get. So if there's an opportunity for a fellowship, take it. If there's an opportunity to get certifications, whether it be CCRN or, or anything, take it. You know, most institutions—I can't say everybody—most in- institutions really support your growth, your your academia, and whatever opportunities that nursing throws at you. Just take it, take full advantage of it. For for example, I. Thought it would be a good idea to get my Botox. I, I didn't use it, but I got my Botox uh, certification. So there's so many opportunities that aren't directly in front of you that you can seek. And, and it's awesome. I think this goes across for all professions. I think if you have an opportunity to shadow, definitely.
0: What's your biggest <laughs> take home for somebody uh, listening to this podcast, thinking about NP school?
1: Um, I would definitely, my biggest take home would be prior to applying for NP schools, Really research the different tracks. See where you see yourself um, in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. If you want to be on an outpatient setting your whole life, then family may be right for you. But if you see yourself wanting to be in critical care or if you want to be in the hospital setting, definitely consider a different tracks. If you want to be with a pediatric population your whole life, It may not be a bad idea to consider family as opposed to pediatric, just so you have more options. So research the different tracks, get to know what the limitations are, and apply accordingly because that's something that you'll always have on your title. I will always be a family nurse practitioner.
0: If you had to do it again, would you still go into the nursing field knowing what you know now?
1: Yeah, I may have done a different track though as far as my nurse practitioner degree.
0: Okay. To have more
1: options available.
0: But when you know we're never really limited. You said you spoke about something about certifications, so you can possibly change the different fields.
1: Yeah. So so currently, I am not technically allowed to work in house. The only way I can do uh, in hospital work is if I get a Q Care certification.
0: What does that consist of? Do you know?
1: I'm not entirely sure, but I think there is. You have to go to classes. You have to be tested. Um, so it, it, it is like, school
0: again, it's not like, you know, you're going to do two, three years of school though.
1: No, 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 It's It's okay. not, it's not like school. I do believe a lot of organizations carry it amongst themselves, oh, but, okay. and it does come with the cost. It's not something that, you know, for me personally, it's not something my organization would pay for. So I haven't looked much into it because I am happy on the outpatient side, but I do believe there are. Um, financial and educational requirements along with it. So it is time-consuming to get.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on the podcast with us. It was great to have (laughs) you.
1: Thank you.